Welcome back, everyone. Open Gym Podcast, Episode Seven. Um, we're happy to be back. Um, it's been a it's been a couple weeks since we had to record, but we are excited. You know, Thanksgiving was um, was here, and we had to take a much needed break to gear up for not only obviously the holidays with our family, but also with um, high school season um, as a high school coach. So, apologies for I know I had a lot of people texting and emailing saying. You know, when is the next episode? We are back. So this is episode seven. But before we jump into episode seven and we talk to you guys about what topic is going to be, we're going to go ahead and plug our social media pages um, so you guys can reach us and find us and locate us and share. Share it, please. Like it. Do you want to let us let them know um, our social media pages? All right. Y'all can reach us on our social media Open Gym Podcast on Twitter, Open Gym Podcast on Instagram, Open Gym Podcast on Facebook. Yes, sir. You guys got it. So definitely, um, if you guys get a chance, we've been reaching people from all over the country, out of the country, um, from the past episodes. And I will say our highest uh, episode in terms of um, shares, likes, um, downloads has been episode five so far with... Uh, Coach Omar from Elite IQ, so we're very excited about that. It also lets us know that we definitely want to start bringing in more guests um, as it, it's a, it's a, it can be a good refresher. But um, moving along, we're going to go ahead and bring up something that uh, me and D talk about on a daily basis on talking about in kids improvement and development, um, and that thing is uh, part-time players. So the episode today, we're going to talk about part-time basketball players. And it's an interesting topic because we have tons of girls, whether they're in our program or not, kids that we know. Um, and it's not just for girls basketball. It's, it's sports in general. It's other sports like, you know, football, baseball, track, volleyball. It's just a whole nine just with kids thinking that they can go Division One or they can go pro without putting in the time. And a lot of these kids, because of the distractions from Instagram and Facebook and Snapchat and Twitter and all this other stuff, they've become more distracted and uh, they're more on their phones after workouts and all that good stuff than putting in time in the gym. So, D, I'll propose my question to you. Uh, what do you think about these kids who are part-time players at? Because I have some, some cold, hard facts that I'm going to introduce after we go back and forth with dialogue in terms of what is a part-time player um, and we have part-time players in our program. I tell them that all the time. I'm not afraid to let them know. But, D, what are your thoughts on part-time players? Part-time players. I got one in my household. <laughs> you know, it's, it's the lack of effort. It's the lack of consistency. It is that word, consistency. And, you know, I don't I, I don't even know if we can even say it's is it's motivation because I mean where where I don't I don't, I don't understand how they just not want to get in the gym and and work especially if they say they love it though that's the part that's the part that gives me if you don't love it and you don't passionate about it, okay that's fine but you can't say you love it you you just got to say I like it man you know and but there's those kids, and we, we've said it before in a, in a few episodes back, it's those kids who have that it. Yep. They love to get in the gym, and those are the ones who aren't as talented. But they work harder. But they work harder. And they go farther. And I'm not, and, and, and me and D is not even talking about going far in basketball. We're talking about going farther in life because they have that it, that drive to 
pursue greatness. And that's the main reason of this podcast, too, is this episode in particular is, yes, we're talking about part-time players, but we're also trying to let people know that it correlates to the to the next part in life. So, D, I don't mean to cut you off, man. I know no, you, me and you talk for days and hours on the phone and texting about our frustrations with some of our own girls in our program about not putting enough time in. And, yes, you don't have to be in the gym for five hours at a time, but it's about being efficient. It's about being in the gym every single day. There's no reason why you shouldn't be in the gym every single day. Yeah, you can take one day to rest, so I'll give you that. But I'm going to jump in and, and show you guys and talk to you guys about numbers that I came up with that's going to be factual about what makes a part-time player and evidence on if your kid is in the gym enough or not and seeing improvement. So um, anything else you want to add, man? Just the, the frustration of, like you said, you got somebody in, in your home that you get frustrated about. Uh, what about the other kids that you invest your time in and then you don't see that improvement on a consistent basis, but they expect you to improve their daughter in two days a week? Man. Two hours. <laughs> man, two days, two hours, uh, you know, two months, all of that, all of that, you know, goes down to just not enough time. And my whole thing is if you bring your kid or if you have a kid or whatever the situation may be and you take your time and get them to the gym and then they don't show up, oh, there, you know, there's an excuse. Oh, my back hurt. Oh, you know, I hurt my hip. <laughs> and it's like, you know, when you get in the, oh, in the school, when you go to college, when you go to the pros, they don't, they don't want to hear, hear that. About that. My hip. You got to get your butt out there and, and, you know, get in that gym and put in the work. But the frustrating part is the time. And we can keep saying it. We keep mm -hmm. saying it. It's the time that we don't get back. I'm not chasing that college scholarship. Me either. You know? You say this is what you want to do. I'm going to give you my time. If you're my daughter, you're my cousin, player, whatever it may be, I'm taking time out of my day, you know, to, to help you advance yourself into what you say you love, yeah. you know, say what you want to do. You know, all due respect, man, give, give us that time. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, I think that's the biggest thing is don't waste time um, because a lot of kids waste time and then um, – at the end of their career, end of high school, because the majority of kids stop playing basketball after their senior year because we know the numbers in terms of percentages on how many kids get college scholarships, whether it's D1, D2, D3. That's why I laugh about a lot of these parents thinking every, every kid has to go Division One. There's a level for everyone. At the end of the day, for me, my job is to help a kid get a scholarship if they can't afford one. Most people can't that we deal with. So mm -hmm. whether it's a Division II scholarship, an NAIA, you know, at some point basketball is going to stop for a lot of young ladies because there's not a lot of opportunities. Obviously, there's overseas, and, you know, if you're good enough to play overseas in, in the WNBA, obviously that's a route. But for the most of them, the ones that have been playing since the first and second grade, they're done after college. You know, they just want to go into the work, you know, get a career and stuff like that. So um, at the end of the day, it's about getting them to where they want to go. And like Dee mentioned, it's more frustrating when a kid tells you that their goal is to play at a certain level, their goal is to get better at a certain thing, but they don't put in the time. It's, 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 it's disrespectful, it's a lie, and at the end of the day, I don't even pay attention to it because, you know, senior year come, <laughs> and they're not getting offers, and they sitting back and they're worried like, man, well, remember that workout that you missed? 
those multiple workouts that you missed your freshman year and you thought it was okay to go to the movies, sacrifice comes sacrifice. before success. In the dictionary, <laughs> in anything that we want to do, sac the word sacrifice comes before success. And a lot of people don't understand that. And I'm dealing with several kids that are seniors that, yes, you know, you know, athletically they may not be talented enough or grade-wise may be an issue, but there's so much time wasted in between those years where, you know, you have a choice. A Friday night, should I go to this football game and watch these other kids play, or should I lock in for this extra hour in the gym? Most kids are going to go to the football game because they want to say, hey, I do want to be a teenager. I want to live that. And that's okay. But when you make it a habit that every Friday night you're going out and you could have got better, remember, you're not the only one chasing a scholarship. I think there's thousands and thousands and thousands. We've been to, remember we went to Chicago for how many kids was in that? I mean, how many teams? About 600 teams. About 600 teams at the there's Chicago. about 10 to 12 girls per team. There you go. That's all chasing, right? All chasing. So, D, I, I, I try to let them know. I'm not, uh, I, there's no coach in America that can sprinkle water over anybody or over a kid and make them better, and they can't just go and get a kid a scholarship. Yes, we got connections. Yes, people can call certain coaches to look, but if the coach don't like what they see, I can't force a, a coach. And not only that, I want my girls to earn it. To earn it. That's the key, to earn it. Because a lot of programs, yes, they, they brag and boast about how many kids they send to college, but what happens to that kid after year one? Let's bring up those stats. The stats of did they transfer out? Ooh. Did they quit? Did they not get their scholarship renewed the next year? Let's talk about those numbers because I think that's the biggest case. Yes, some of these kids can get to college. What do they do once they are there? I, I'm, I'm not even talking about how many points they score, D. I'm talking about just maintaining. I'm talking about being on a roster because there's a lot of kids that was on NorCal Preps, top 10, top 20, hyped up. This and that was really great high school players. Just because you're great in high school does not mean it's going to translate to college. And just because you wasn't great in college or wasn't as great in high school doesn't mean you can't have a great college career. So I, I would like to have that distinction because I think a lot of folks are confused by that and confused by the numbers. Yeah, man, num numbers don't lie. They don't. Numbers don't lie. And before you get into that, it was just uh, one of the situations I sent my my daughter to to the St. Mary's San Jose State game. Uh huh. And there was a particular player that they that they seen and. You know, she played for the, I guess one of the local high schools in the Bay Area, mm -hmm. and you know they were they were talking about, oh man, you know she was out there on the court, she was doing this, doing that, and we remember when she played in AAU and in her high school, <laughs> that you know she was decent. Yeah. She didn't get off the bench. Yeah. She didn't have no playing time. Yeah. And you you know my whole thing with them was like, hey, y'all can't talk. Yeah. Y'all trying to get to where she's getting to. Where she's got, where she has gotten, but what are y'all doing to make yourselves any better? Hey, I'm part-time players. Part-time players, and not only that. The funniest thing is, most freshmen coming out of high school are not ready to play college basketball. That's just number one. Most, a majority, you have to be a special kid to come in and impact. So for most kids, just like with high school basketball, having freshmen play varsity. On high school, it's also bad because you're asking a 14-year-old to play against 18-year-olds, 
and you're asking an 18 year old to play against 22 year olds mm -hmm. the game is different high school is different than a college whether it's d1 or d2 and a lot of these kids that say that they don't understand once they get to college they're gonna be sitting too more than likely <laughs> and yes, you can be the best player in your, in your on your team in the high school. You can be the best player in your league. But guess what? College players have they have the best of the best, the top tier. The top tier. You know, I'm same thing. I took a couple of girls last year, and it watching San Jose State against um, I think it was Sonoma State or I forgot what team, and they were talking about man, I can do that. I can do this. Man, she weak. Oh yeah, is that true? Yeah. You sure she weak? <laughs> Because a lot of them look at talent. They don't look at how hard kids work. And that's what you're talking about with that it, is a lot of times the it separates the hard workers from the ones that are just talented. Did you get a chance to uh, listen to, um, I know this is kind of off topic, but Jeff Walls, I think you texted me about it. Jeff Walls, that's the, the guy Louisville. from Louisville. And he's talking about the trophy kids and the Man, entitlement. Yeah, the entitlement. Man, and I listened to that. And it, it was very true, right? It was basic, was that our first episode? No. Second or third? Kids, I think it was I two. Think it was three. Three. Two or three. One, three. Yeah, I think it was episode three. And I know we're kind of slanting off, but there's a reason why I'm going to tie it back. But um, he was talking about the entitlement and kids not working hard for what they deserve. And I'm a firm believer, you get what you deserve. Straight up. And at the end of the day, what he was talking about was all these high-level recruits and I think I was on Twitter following somebody, and somebody was talking about how, um, well, this coach has got to do a better job on researching these kids in terms of um, all the hype that they're getting, how they're using it, Ooh. right? I've seen certain kids in the Bay Area, and at the end of the day, I understand we're trying to market girls basketball, and we're trying to do certain things to further the game. Um, but at the same time, what we're trying to understand is why are all these kids every single week cutting a commitment list or they, they list of suitors down five, down 20. I have a list of 50. Okay, then that list trims to 30. Then that list trims to 10. You can only go to one school. Most of it is all about obviously trying to be recognized. All I say is you better perform when you get to that level. Because all the hype and stuff, and that's what Coach Jeff Wall was talking about, is a lot of these kids, they never worked hard in high school because they was better than everybody, or middle school because they was better than everybody talent-wise. Then when they get to college and then it's an even playing field, not too good, D. You know, and I think that's where that eye-opener uh, opens up at. And I think even what you said, you sent a couple of your girls to the game, they're going to realize that as well is there's always another level, and there's always going to be kids better. So get ready. Man, and, and you know, I, I think it's a lot of times most people, it's, it's not a cookie-cutter situation, man. It's like you're you making this cake. You know, you got to do this cake. I don't care if it's from scratch, out of the box, or whatever. There's ingredients that you got to put in in order to build the cake. Yep. And you miss one of those ingredients it's Your cake ain't coming out right. It's, it's a, a it's a wrap, and that's what these kids gotta understand is, okay, you've you've been blessed with the talent to play basketball. Work hard, man. But you gotta go and refine those skills. You gotta get in the gym and work to build, you know, your repertoire, your yep. moves, 
hey, you got to tighten up them handles because there's girls that's quicker, arms are longer, you got to stronger, faster. faster. Yeah. And, and, and it shows as far as like when I'm at, at my daughter's game and I'm watching, I'm watching the game, you know, I'm not saying that she's one of the best kids out there, but you can tell the difference from a kid who played AAU yeah. to a kid that, you know, that's, oh, I just want to play high school ball. Yeah. They move different. Their swag is different. And, I, you know, high school girl ball, I, I got to say, man, it, <laughs> it, Reeks, huh? it, it does. You know, don't get me wrong. There's some, some programs out there that have great coaches and, you know, they, they work and, you know, it shows when, when they come out and they blow your kid by a 50 piece. Yeah, it's a small number, man, but the majority of – High school basketball, man, is bad. I mean, just from the teaching, just from the, the skill level, and especially for the kids that are. And it's so bad to the point where we're asking so many freshmen to play varsity. Yes. You know, and growing up, there's nothing wrong playing JV, nothing wrong playing freshman team. And I think there's a, that's in place because it's a process, and everybody's trying to rush the process, you know, and that's where it's unfair. But, you know, moving along and – you know, before we wrap it up, you know, I definitely want to bring up this information. I think this information is key. Um, I put a post about this months ago about what makes a part-time player and, and asking parents um, to really evaluate what a kid really want to do. So I wrote on a note card really quick, and I will show D. And D's seen this before. Uh, hours in the week. Mm -hmm. All right, and I want everyone to really pay attention. I'm going to – not going to repeat everything twice, but I'll slow it down because I know there's numbers involved and because I want you to get your pencil out or your pen and write this information down and then take it to your son or daughter and just match up everything that they're talking about, their goals. If their goals and their worth ethic don't match up to these numbers, then something's not right. Something is not right. So here we go. All right, everybody. There's seven days in one week, seven days. And in that week, there's 168 hours in a week, 168, all right? There's one week, seven days in one week, and there's 160 hours in one week. All right, now let's break that down. Why is 168 hours important? Let's factor in school and sleep. So I gave each kid eight hours of school and eight hours of sleep. We all know most kids ain't getting eight hours of rest. <laughs> we know most no. are getting six, but I'm going to be fair and give them eight. All right, so in a week, and I'm talking about in a five-day week, there's, there's 56 hours of, week of sleep that a kid can get. I'm sorry, seven. So eight hours times seven days is 56 hours per week. Per seven days, they should be sleeping 56 hours. All right, now, let's go to the school. All right, we know kids go to school five days a week. They don't go seven, they go five. Most kids, most kids go to school for 40 hours a week, almost like a full-time job. Yes, it's eight to three, eight to 2.30. I'm saying seven or eight. I'm giving them eight just in case, all right? So that's 40 hours. So 40 hours per week in school, 56 hours for, for sleep. That's eight hours per day seven days per week all right now in that week the kids got to study right mm -hmm. d gotta so study. i'm going to give each kid four hours a night to study i'm not going to do saturday most kids do not study on saturdays all right so i'm going to give them 24 hours i'm going to give them six days 
24 hours a week of studying. That's four hours per night, Monday through Friday, and Sunday, more than likely. Because, you know, a lot of our kids wait to the last minute. The last minute Saturday yeah. is the day that they don't do nothing. And I'm going to be honest with you, Friday nights, most kids are not studying. But I'm going to be generous and give up 24 <laughs> hours. All right? So let's add those hours up. 56. Let's add those up, D. 56 hours of sleep. Wait till we get his, uh, his calculator open. So all right, I got it. 56 hours. 56 hours a week to sleep. That's seven days, all right? Mm -hmm. 40 hours a week going to school. Mm. And then you got 24 hours of studying. How many hours is that? That's 120 hours. Okay, so that's 120 hours. Can we subtract 168 and 120? That gives you 48. So you have 48 hours remaining. Now, you got family time, you got church, you got hours here and there. Let's subtract out of a week. Hmm, how many hours do you think? Let's take out eight hours for a whole week to do family time, to do church, to go shopping with mom, to go to the movies, whatever the case may be. Hang out with friends. Eight hours per week. That's eight seven days. Mm -hmm. So it leaves you with 40, 40 hours. 40 hours. All right. We all know a part-time job is how many hours? Mainly 32 hours. 32 hours or less. Or less. Mm -hmm. Okay. We also know that a full-time job is usually 40 hours or more. Mm -hmm. We have kids that say, I love basketball. I want to play in the WNBA. I want to be like Skylar Diggins. I want to be like Brittany Griner. I want to do this. I want to play at Stanford. I want to do that. I want to do this. I want to do that. Right or wrong? No, you're right. Okay, so That's what we hear. We got 40 hours remaining. Before we talk about high school basketball in terms of um, practice, because we do know every high school practice two hours a day. About two hours. That's yeah. 10 hours. You still got 30. You still got 30 hours. Saturdays. Saturdays. So 12 hours. So you still got 28 hours. It's 28 hours, yeah. Still got 28 hours. But let's not even go to high school season. Let's go AAU season. Two practices per week, D, is four hours per week. Right or wrong? <laughs> Only four hours. You're right. Four hours out of 40. You still got 36 you hours. You still got 36 hours to improve. Most kids that I know, that even ones that came through my program, are not even putting in an additional two to four hours on their own outside of the 36 hours. Outside, I'm sorry, not the 36 hours, outside of the four hours of week for AAU practice. So if you break down the numbers, every kid has 40 hours to get better, to be in the gym, to do strength and conditioning, mm -hmm. to make sure that they're eating right, nutrition, all that stuff, right? Where is the time going? Social media. Social media. Dancing, Dancing. the Instagram videos, yeah. the, the latest challenge that all these kids take their time to do. Hold on, hold on. I'm doing a mannequin challenge mannequin right now. Mannequin challenge. <laughs> right? <laughs> all this crazy stuff. But when you look at the numbers, there's 36 to 40 hours during high school season mm -hmm. and AAU season that a kid has if they specialize in that sport, that particular sport, and they're saying they want to be great. What did you say? How many hours were part-time? 32. Okay. So if it was me, right, we know realistically a kid doesn't have to be in a gym 
three hours a day to get better. We know that. Yeah. Even if it's an hour a, be- a day, that's only seven hours, D, out of the 40. Out of the 40. That's only seven. So you got 33 hours remaining to do whatever you want. Think about how hard is, it is to get certain kids in the gym for one hour. And we can do the numbers. I think one hour out of 24 hours a day is what? Less than 10% of less your day? Less than 10% of your day. Because you, you figure you just get up and go to the gym at 5.30 in the morning. Well, let's just say you get up and go to the gym at 5. You're done by 6. You got the rest of the day. You go home, shower, do whatever you need to do, go to school. You got pra- That's what I'm saying. A lot of these kids don't understand. They're liars. They're frauds. They're frauding. Oh, I'm, in, I'm a gym rat. I'm, I gr- I'm grind. How many times have you seen that? I'm grinding. I'm grinding. I, I, you know, if I could get a dollar <laughs> from every kid that say ball is life and they can't get to practice and do a jump stop, ball ain't life. It, hey. it's, it's crazy. And the whole thing is, like, like, I want to go back to when you say get in the gym. Half of the drills that you can do, you don't have to be in the gym no. to do one. Nope. But everybody was saying, oh, I got to get in the gym. I got to get in the gym. If you got a backyard, you can go in your backyard. You can do ball handling for 20 minutes 20 a minutes. day. 20 minutes. 20 minutes a day, seven days a week, two ball dribbling, one hand, you know, stationary ball, just to tighten up the handle. Just to tighten you up the handle. You don't need to be at the nicest exclusive gym to do that. We didn't have gyms didn't like have that. Gyms. And the bad part about it, for those of you who have basketball courts in your backyard, why you not in the back practicing form shooting? Bro, Mike and drill. <laughs> it, it, it baffles me. So that's what I'm saying. I hope everybody got a chance to write that down. We'll run through it again. There's 168 hours in one total week, seven days in one week. There's 56 hours of sleep, eight hours a day, that a kid is expected to get. We know they don't get the whole eight, but I'm giving them eight. 40 hours a week of school. That's only five days. Those other two days, they do not go to school. I'm giving them 24 hours of studying time per week. That's four hours per day, but I'm only giving them six days because we all know the majority of kids do not study on Saturdays. And not only Fridays, but I'm going to give them the extra hours just because. You're too generous. Too generous. That leaves them with 40 hours additional to get their butt in the gym and get better. Not only just getting in the gym, watching basketball. Not only watching basketball, D, uh. but also playing pickup basketball. How many of your kids do you know that play pickup basketball? None. They say they do, and they lying. Straight up. Because I can tell, if I haven't been around a kid in a long time, and we go through certain stuff, and I'm like, all right, let me see how you react to this, or... It's clearly you haven't picked up the ball, and especially the ones that's not playing other sports. Because you know me, I love kids that play multiple sports. sports yeah. I'll never hate on that. But if you are not playing another sport and you're just sitting down and wasting it, then your parents get mad at us because they don't see the improvement overnight. That's because you're not forcing that kid to get better. Not forcing them to get better, but telling them to get in the gym or telling them to work outside in the, in the garage. I turn the garage. lights off at night, turn the lights off, work on your ball handling. I can't see, Mom. That's the whole point. You know what I'm saying? So Mom, the car in the way. Hold up. Let me back it out. Hey, man. Hey, but that's, that's excuses, man. Excuses, excuses, excuses. And then 
when you're wondering why you go to a high-level tournament. And they can't make buckets or they're afraid or they can't score like they would do against the weak competition. There you go. P-A-R-T-T-I-M-E, player. Part-time. And I'm sick of it. I'm tired of it. I tell my girls all the time, step your game up if you're serious about this. And they know who they are. I don't have a problem with saying who because I know they're kids. But at the end of the day, there has to be some type of wake-up call. You get what you deserve in life. It's not always fair. You're not, you don't always get what you want. Life ain't fair. But you get what you deserve. Man. If I put in part-time work, guess what's going to happen? I'm going to get part-time results. Man. Or you put in part-time work when you're a full-time em- em- employee, employee yeah. you're going to get fired. Exactly. So, D, check this out. Last scenario, and then we can cut it short. If you work at Jack in the Box... And you clock and your schedule comes out and it says, man, I only work 20 hours a week. Okay. You go in for your shift for the whole week. I think Jack in the Box pay around $9 or $10. Just, let's, just, let's say no taxes. Let's say your check comes. You work 20 hours one week, 20 hours the next week. You, may, you end up working 40 hours for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Your check comes. It's an even $400. Obviously, I'm exaggerating because we know taxes. Mm-hmm. But let's just say it's $400. You get mad because you want more money. What do you supposed to tell that person? Put in more time. You put in more time. <laughs> exactly. You think your check is going to be more than the time that you put in? No. Mm-hmm. Name me an employee. D, have you ever worked for a corporation that you, you worked the least amount of time and you got compensated for more? I haven't seen that. Dude, if they got that, I got to go get one of them jobs right now. Sign me up. Man. Because I know for a fact, D, if you put in 20 hours at work, you're going to get paid. You're not going to get paid for 21. No. You ain't going to get paid for 20.5. You're going to get paid (laughs) for 20. 20. (laughs) (laughs) For 20. For 20. You know what I'm saying? So, that's. I mean, that was the the basis of it. Um, In terms of, again, like we always try to wrap up each conversation about solutions, right? Because we always talk about the negative in terms, not the negative in a bad way, but the problems that we have. And D, can you think of any solutions? And I don't even mean solutions like we have the answers, but I'm saying in terms of um, talking to these kids and letting them know or talking to these parents and giving them guidance on how to get the most out of your kids so they're not part-time players. Man. I, I would hate to say force your kid, but as parents, if we don't tell these kids to like really get out there and go practice their dribbling, go get up some shots, then we're we're not doing them a favor because I'm gonna tell you, mm-hmm. you know, that me and me and the wifey, we gotta get on ours, we gotta stay on ours. The little one, we not really tripping because yeah. she wants to go to the gym. It's my older one, the one with the talent yeah. that we talked about earlier that mm-hmm. has the talent but then don't want to refine their skills. Um, you know, right before her game, we had we had her, hey, go work on your handling. Yeah. Hey, go get 50 shots up, you know. Um, so once we did that, she comes home, and now she, you know, she gets on her thing and, you know, hey, uh, Dad, can you come out with me? But the key thing about it is what I did because my kid was a Instagram kid. Yeah. Drove me absolutely crazy. IG. I took it off her phone. Good. I took Instagram off. I took uh, Twitter off. Good. Snapchat off. Good. So now by me doing that, she has nothing else to do. No distractions. But yeah. To 
get on that hoop. And then once I did that, I'm, I'm not saying this was going to work for every kid, but once I did that, I, I seen that fire come yeah, back. She, you know, she's like, now she's like, Dad, got to get in the gym. Dad, I'm ready to go get in the gym. Dad, Monday, we in the gym. So it ain't no more that, ah, oh, yeah. yeah. It's like, Dad, <laughs> I got I to gotta get in the gym. He crazy. And, but before I, I wrap this up, because she told me that, Dad, watch when hoop season start. You're going to see, you're going to see. And I'm like, what am I going to see? Yeah. You ain't been in the gym. Been in the gym. You ain't been in the backyard shooting because I'm one of the people who got a backyard <laughs> with a hoop in the back. So when, no what excuse. I said earlier, it don't take an offense. I'm talking about myself as well. It's no yeah, excuse. Yeah, no excuse. So hoop season started. That first game was all bad. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she probably seen me, probably heard her feelings and whatnot. Third quarter, I shut my video camera down. Good. Packed it all up, huh? And it wasn't <laughs> nothing to record because I didn't see anything. Yeah, and and to be clear too, and, and D ain't just talking about the makes and misses and all that stuff. It's the effort, but also the improvement. It's easy to, especially if you're a kid and you teach them and stuff like that, and you know you with them a lot. You can see the improvement in a kid based on the effort, based on the confidence. Man, and without that confidence, they gonna feel like they they lost. What's your son do? Womp, 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 womp. Uh, it's real. So, <laughs> nah, D, thank you for that, man, because I think a lot of parents don't understand. And I know there are kids out there that um, that doesn't know what it takes to get to the next level. And what I always say at the end of the day, what are you sacrificing to be great? That's the big word. What are you sacrificing? What are you, especially if you're saying you love it, and I don't think they understand what the word love is. Passion is love and passion. If I, if I'm in love with something, I need to be around it every single day. Yeah. If I love basketball, I love playing sports. Like me, the very first thing after I get up and get my son ready and I go work out and do in the gym, the very first thing I turn on because I'm a sports fanatic is I come back home before I start cleaning up and all that other good stuff is I turn on ESPN. Da -da -da, it's da -da -da. been that way since I was a young kid because I love sports, whether it's baseball, football, basketball. So what me and Dee is trying to say is if your kid, if you think you're, if your kid is telling you that they're passionate about this and you don't always have to force them and they just naturally do it and they got that it, keep encouraging them. Don't, don't be a hindrance. Take that, like D said, he had to take off Instagram and some of these distractions that these kids are going through because we didn't have those distractions growing up and they need some help. Yeah. Right, and some people may think, "Oh, no!" Nah. But sometimes a kid needs that extra little push to push them over the top. And now it's just that word you said earlier: is consistency. The consistency. Now yeah. keeping them consistent. You know, so um, that's it for episode seven. We are excited to be back. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Um, tune in for episode eight. We're going to be talking about these crazy event operators that's taking the database and information and sending out tryout letters, and sending out information to try to poach kids from other programs. So that Ooh. should be interessante. We out. We out. But before we go out, I'm going to hit you with our social media feeds. Again, if you didn't get it in the beginning, you can reach us at Open Gym Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, and IG. All of them are Open Gym Podcast. But if you feel like we hit a nerve and you want to talk to us, Hit us, us up. Email. Hit us up. Coach Buck at Open Gym Podcast. Coach D 
at Open Gym Podcast. But y'all got to remember, at the end of the day, this is just our opinion to the game. Yep. Ours. We out. We out.